Hello, welcome back to Little Soul Speaks. I'm Little Soul, Melissa. Nice to see you again, hear you again. Or maybe it's nice for you to hear me. I don't know, one of those things. Anyway, today I'm gonna talk about love. And this is probably not the last time I talk about love, but at almost 45 years old, uh, my perception of love, my ability to love, my ability to receive love has definitely changed over time. <clears throat> you know, when I was little, I thought that love was that giddy feeling of butterflies and, you know, wanting to, you know, hug this person and kiss this person and you know, the feeling of joy all the time and, um, you know, that feeling inside with the emphasis on feeling, but I am finding that that is very much not the case anymore. I don't know if I've ever, I have been in love, um, I, you know, at first I said, no, I don't think I have been in love, but now when I look back, I, I definitely have, but I think as our mind expands, as we age and our relationships change, love becomes very different. And I used to think that love became less mindful over time. Um, meaning, you know, as if you're married and in, you know, entangled with someone and bound by the government and God that over time, your love becomes, uh, stationary and it becomes repetitive. You get up in the morning, you say, good morning, you kiss, hello, you make the coffee, you make the breakfast, you kiss them goodbye, you go to work you come back, you have dinner together, you sit on the couch, you might argue a little bit. One goes out to do yard work or work in the garage or work in the basement. The other one cleans up the kitchen, maybe makes a little dessert for the children. Um, then you come back in for that late night, sit and watch a television program together, and then you go to bed. That's love. Every day for the rest of your life. But is that love or is that, and I'm not saying that's bad. There's no judgment on that life. But is that love, is that the love that God designed for us? Is that the love that the universe designed for us? In my opinion, I don't think it is. And maybe it's because I broke free of that mold in, well, once you're married, that's it. And you got to just fight through every problem. You got to fight. You got to fight. You got to fight. I don't believe relationships are supposed to be fighting all the time. Whether you're verbally fighting or just like, fighting to be together. I can remember reading books and 
movies and talking about, oh, I choose you every day. I fight for you every day. Should you have to fight for someone? And in that being said, if you have to, if you don't have to fight for someone, is your life supposed to be, you wake up, you kiss hello, you go to work, you do the, 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 Da, 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 the kids, the da, 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 meal, da, 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 fast forward gym, da, 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 read a book, da, 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 go out to dinner. Da, 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 da. You know, is that what it is? I really don't think it's supposed to be that. Somebody asked me if I was in love with uh, the, my gentleman friend that I'm seeing now. I've been with him for a few months. It's been a very interesting journey with him, one that I will eventually have him on this podcast and we'll talk about because we are both very much learning, (laughs) learning the ins and outs of one another. I don't, I almost want to say that You know, when they say love is a feeling, feelings are what we get when we receive an action, right? So like my feelings are hurt when someone does something that hurts or says something or whatever, has an action that hurts me. My feelings are joyful when you know, good things are happening around me. My feelings are joyful. I can make my feelings happy. I can make my feelings sad, right? Situational feelings, business feelings. And I know business and feelings shouldn't go together because everybody, every man, every man and woman that's been in business, that's been successful is feelings don't do business. Your, your brain does business. Your systems do business. Feelings are for, not for business. <laughs> but when people say, I feel, I love. I don't believe love is a feeling so much as I believe it's an action. It's a strong action. So when I think back to my first, my very first boyfriend, like my first real tried and true boyfriend, he was, he was something. He was this, uh, we were in the same grade. Um, We had lockers near each other. He played basketball. He was super sweet and kind, a Virgo, um, as I'm a Taurus. So we were both earth signs, very stable. And he was so much fun to be around. He made me laugh, loved his family. You know, I was 15, so not a lot, not a lot to like deal with then. Um, but there was a point where And we had gone out for, I want to say for like over a year. And there was a point where it got like boring to me. And 
you know, I broke up with him and then I felt bad and I was like, no, that's not what I want. He's such a nice guy. And in my mind, I was like, I love him. He's so nice to me. So I love him. And I can remember going back to him and he was like, no, no, we're done. You, you said we're done and we're done. We had gone back and forth, I think a couple of times, maybe twice. And he finally said, no, we're done. But in that time, like that was in a time where I was being polite. I, well, no, I'm going to love him because he loves me. And I think he loved me in his own 15-year-old brain way. Um, and then there were, you know, a couple of others, you know, throughout high school that I dated. I wouldn't say I necessarily loved, but, you know, had longer periods of time where we went out and explored you know, coupled them and things like that. But that was my first like real experience of like, I feel all these feelings and I like this person and I like to be around this person and I must love him. We must be in love because it hurts when we're not together and it hurts when I want to break up with him. But at the same time, at the end, it was, like I said, breaking. I didn't want to be with someone. I was, I was bored and I didn't, want, I felt like it was impolite of me to break up with him because I was bored. You know, women are taught to be polite. We're just taught to be polite. And if someone gives you attention, you should surely give it back to them. Ha, we know so much different now. That's a whole other podcast episode that we'll do another time. But then going into my, my, um, my college days, I happened to be friends some befriend a a man that, you know, was a lot of fun too. He was an adorable Pisces and we had a lot of fun together. And he was really a good friend at first that kind of became a lover and it was awesome and it was inspiring for me. And our love was getting together all the time, spending time together, watching TV together because you're in college, you know, doing the college thing. Um, sleeping over in each other's dorm rooms, going to parties together, you know, eating together, sleeping together, all those things, right? But he really was my a, a friend, a best friend at the time. But he also had a whole secret life that I ended up kind of slowly peeling apart. And we ended up, you know, going our separate ways after <clears throat> a year or two. I think it was two years. Unfortunately, he later died. Not after I got to introduce him to my children. Um, My children were little bitty kids, and I happened to be driving back through my hometown, and he was standing outside smoking a cigarette, as he normally would, and I pulled up, and he was like, oh my gosh, how are you? You know, and I was like, fine, and he looked in my back seat, and he saw the two children, and he was like, you made those, and I said, I did. (laughs) It was cute. And he said, you know, I'm so sorry about how things turned out. And I said, no worries. I said, there's no harm, no foul. You know, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. Obviously, I wouldn't have these two guys had we stuck together. But he goes, yeah, I just wasn't ready. And I said, I know, that's fine. And that was the end of that. And then he ended up dying like a year later. It was awful, horrible death. But I was grateful to have reconnected with him and it was kind of a reminder of you need to be friends with your lover and that was one thing unfortunately that I didn't really feel like I had with um, the father of my children 
and I think that was partially my fault, partially his fault. That was just, you know, our, our thing. But we told, you know, going back to our children, my children's father, you know, I think it was just a timeline and we were going through the motions and I thought I was loving him and I'm pretty sure he thought he was loving me, but we weren't, we weren't loving each other. Not the way that I, I see the world now. We were not loving each other. So now that I'm in my forties and I've been single, I think that love is an action that you take. You know, people talk about being actively in love with someone. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I think the action of love has nothing to do with sex. It has nothing to do with, um, you know, we talk about love languages. And I feel like that whole spot about love languages and you know that is just like the unhealed man's way of trying to look healed to a new victim you know every man says well my love language uh, on those dating apps every man says my love language is touch of course it's touch my love language is physical touch and quality time. Well, of course it is. Well, my wife didn't think so. Well, no, she didn't. You guys weren't connected. Nobody connects when you're not like intimately mind and spirit connected. There is no physical connection. And if there is physical connection without those two things, let's be honest, it's for like a a quick high and then you're done and your piece of your soul is gone and you've left like another notch, right? Nobody likes that. That's not ideal. It's not ideal to spread our seed around. And I say that both men and women, because I know women that, and this is no judgment, okay? I have lots of friends who have had multiple partners over their lifetime and they are not happy and they are constantly trying to look for that happy place, both men and women. And it doesn't matter how much sex you have, you're not happy. You want that mind and spirit connection before you have the physical connection. That's just the way we were intended. So when you actively choose to love someone with your mind and spirit and do the actions to go with that love and spirit. Pray for them. Ask what you can do for them today. How can I make them feel special today? How can I be the best person I can be today so that I can be a good person for them, a good partner for them today? To me, that is love. How can I live authentically, speak my mind, don't mince words, not just survive every day by going to a workspace and paying a bill for someone. Yes, that is, that's showing caring, but we all have bills. Bills are energy. 
You put energy out, you get it back. You pay man money to get the life that you want. You pay money to get light. You pay money to get food. Food is energy, right? So that's going to be done regardless of love. Acts of kindness. To me, that's also love. <clears throat> conversations are love. And they don't have to be deep, meaningful conversations all the time. Making people laugh. Making someone laugh. Just out of nowhere. And that deep belly ridiculous snorting chortle laugh because you can't hold it together because what they said is so funny. That is love. I could easily, you know, and I think anybody can, when you are with someone and you are connected to them in mind and spirit, your body doesn't want to go other places. Your body wants to stay present. To me, that is love. Actively staying present in your circumstances with someone else is love. Good, bad, ugly. Yesterday, I had the most stressful day. My whole, like, chakra system was literally vibrating and shaking and it's just because I'm detoxing from a previous situation and you know a lot of stuff was coming to the surface he also was having some really hard emotional wounds kind of bleeding yesterday so we were both kind of in a funk yesterday and we came together and we were talking about like this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm going through right now. Neither of us offered each other guidance. We just kind of let each other know where we were at. But then we had a meal together. We did watch a television program, but mostly we sat here and just held each other's hand and cuddled and talked and made each other laugh. <laughs> I don't expect him to be happy and joyful every day of our lives. Not even every date. He wanted to take me out. He was like, do you want me to take you out? We can go out. We can go get ice cream. We can go get a sad blizzard. You know what a sad blizzard is? It's like, you know what a sad blizzard is. Um, it's that, it's that place where you go. It's a, uh, it's a, you know, fast food chain where you go and you get, it's an ice cream with, you know, whatever candy you want in it. And you only go there when you're sad and you have your sad blizzard. <laughs> ah, and that makes you happy. I asked him that. I was like, do you want to take me for a sad blizzard? <laughs> but he, um... You know, that's what he said. He, you know, when he's sad, he, he'll either eat or, you know, he'll go have a drink or, you know, different things. And I said, no, I don't. I don't want to do any of those things. 
I just kind of want to sit here and be present in my sadness with you. I want you to be present in your sadness with me. We know not every day is going to be fireworks, right? I think he and I both came from situations where we felt like we constantly had to be living on that happy, 10, joyful spectrum. And so we were kind of spinning our wheels with partners. I can't speak for him, but for me, I felt like I was constantly spinning my wheels for a partner that didn't want to spin the wheels back. You know, the partner was avoiding a lot of things with me. And again, this is the father of my children. This is not saying anything bad. This is, you know, we both have our faults in this relationship, but I felt like I was actively trying to work on this relationship and trying to love. And I, you know, I just, I love you. I love you. I love you. And if I do this, will you love me? And if I do that, will you love me? And if I, you know, trying to earn love. Maybe he was doing that a little bit too. So walking into this relationship with someone that I deeply respect and admire, and he, this gentleman friend of mine is the, literally the nicest person I've ever met in my life. We're looking at each other and we're both in pain. And the best thing that we could do as an act of love is be present and allow each other to have a bad day have an have an issue with or a circumstance that either one of us have to work through and not try to fix it for one another but just to be present I do think I love him. And I'm pretty sure he loves me. The real stuff. And I know if it ends tomorrow, I will have learned so much about myself and about boundaries and about not trying to fix things, but to show up and be present and not try to earn, but to just, you know, act and be the best person I can be for him and for me, really, for me first. I think that's love. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something in this today that you can take home with you. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing it with your friends, if you found some interesting perks of it, because that's the only way we all grow, right? That's my goal is to get everyone to step into their purpose and love accordingly. Because really, that's what we as humans were designed for is just to be loving, kind, and compassionate people.
So thank you for listening. Until next time. Toodles.